0: hi friends what's up so we're back for episode eight this is iman this is razia and you guys are listening to the talkaholics podcast so um this podcast was pretty travel centered Mm -hmm. uh we kind of talked about uh weird food habits and how i'm not an adventurous eater even though i really wish i was and i try to be but it's just never gonna happen yeah Um,
1: Yeah. and i get into a, a little bit about, um, you know, our travel experiences, um, you know, I've been to, again, I'm not sure if I really did talk about it in detail in the previous episodes but I did go to Portugal and Iman has mentioned her previous several tra- uh, travels and trips to Europe so we give our it's, little I'm well-traveled a, look at her <laughs> I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> so we give her little tips or little like stories about our experiences yeah. and how you know Iman was uh, tricked into some leather specific experience in, <laughs> in Morocco radical. um but yeah uh it's a little just little tidbits about our travel yeah. experiences so far and um
0: Rosie and I love to talk about travel. So. Yeah, I know.
1: Because we both wish we could do it more. more less, exactly. I think. <laughs> yeah. Always looking for more uh, opportunities to do that. So I think that's pretty much it. Food, yeah. travel, the typical, you know, again, trying to stay away from politics. So I think this is a, I think we actually, at the end of this, we were like, this is a good podcast. So I'm excited. Yeah, we excited hope you guys enjoy. All right.
0: to be an adventurous eater. I feel like my soul is adventurous. My mind is not. Yeah. <laughs> my mind's like, that's nasty. <laughs> don't eat it. No, but honestly, like I was, some some things, it's like some, some of the base most basic things that people eat that I won't eat. Yeah. Like I was telling Razia, I don't like chicken wings.
1: Yeah, you don't like chicken wings. This is interesting. Like people
0: mean, go out for wings, I'm like, nope.
1: Because it's like junk food. It's like junk food yeah. of, of the meats. Variety. It just doesn't make sense to me. I want If I want to eat
0: chicken, I go for the breast because like, even though the breast can be dry, like, I'm still getting a nice big piece of chicken. Like, there's no chicken on the wings. It's just some skin and bone. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And people are yeah. enjoying that. and like, no thanks.
1: Yeah. No, I, like, I'm trying to think where, in what cuisine or what area. I, like, I'm really picky about. Like, I don't, like, I like Asian food. But when it comes to, like, some, like, I, I've been to a few Chinese restaurants. I'm picky there. Like, I don't like, well, I don't like, like, Tom Yum soup. I'm not always I don't know what fan. that is. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a really, it's a really spicy, spicy, watery soup. It's not thick, and it has um, usually just a bunch of seafood in it and vegetables. But it's that flavor. It's like a I like lemongrass soup, but it's not like that. Like them, I feel like it's a step above. Like it just has, I don't. Know, it's not for me. I like thicker soups. But even like the funny thing is, me to my friends, I'm such an adventurous eater. Yeah. But Me to my family, no. Really. But because I won't eat a lot of. Um, like even things within like the Sri Lankan cuisine, I'm like, oh, like not my favorite. I'll eat it because everyone is, but yeah, I'm like, Ugh, not you know. So that's the thing. That's the dynamic. At home, everyone's like, oh, Rosie, let's not order because Rosie or something. So yeah, wow. yeah. So but yeah, yeah.
0: that's me. Yeah, <laughs> in my entire life <laughs> and with everybody, <laughs> like my
1: friends, they all were like, oh, we want to go for sushi. I'm just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I get both worlds, ironically, but anyways it's okay i refuse to eat mom. i'm getting it's i'm getting used to i know now how, how to order pizza for you it's, it's listen so i like, like i said feel like, i feel like no i'm actually not roast. i'm trying not to like, <laughs> sound really sarcastic right now but i'm actually learning
0: <laughs> what you're no honestly are. i'm fine with you know what if you're gonna put toppings on i'm honestly fine with any, but you putting whatever topics you what, toppings you want on pizza <laughs> as long as you won't judge me for taking them off
1: yeah, no, when like I'm, and and more, than happy, my I'm more than I'll happy. I'll eat your I'll give you my toppings and I'll eat the pizza. More than happy. It's great. Yeah, I know a lot of people who don't like olives for example. I no. hate olives. I fucking love olives. I'll eat any but like no. take that stuff off your. The food. only thing I'll only veggies it. I'll put
0: on my pizza are like uh green peppers, pepper, yeah. some tomato here and there. I don't yeah. even like tomatoes, but like, like tomatoes. on pizza it's okay. And um
1: that's the one thing I won't have a burger. I'll have on a burger but That's the way. pretty much it. I want to have a, tom- a tomato slice. I think it's mushy. Like, that gross, like... Yeah, but I wouldn't... I feel like... Here, oh.
0: Yeah, I don't like tomatoes. Tomatoes taste nasty, but, like, on pizza, it's yeah, okay. Or, like, sun-dried tomatoes. Sun-dried okay. tomatoes are delicious.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, anywho, on the topic of food, um, we did want to get... it. Sorry? Did you, you want to say something? No, I was... I was, oh, yeah. I was like, I you was looked gonna, up like you were gonna... <laughs> I was like, oh. I was gonna say, like, because
0: we're gonna segue into... Travel, to yeah. To travel, so I was gonna say, like, well, in traveling... You're an adventurous eater, so I feel like you're not going to have anything to say about this. But, um, like, What is, like, some up- – wow. Do I speak English? Okay, so I was going to ask you, has there ever been a place that you've traveled where you've found that the locals eat a really weird combination of food and, like, you wouldn't eat it?
1: I'm trying to think. Well, in Japan, they kind of, like, they their foods, especially their desserts, are very much like if it's if there's a new trend of ingredients or something they'll apply to everything that they eat so for example like matcha there is big right matcha Mm -hmm. is green tea for anyone who's Who's unaware? But they put like green tea in every fucking chocolate bar that they have in oh. their convenience stores, and I hate. I don't like. I don't like green tea. tasted it. Really, I can't even. Think it just it tastes like hot water. <laughs> just, that's literally what it tastes. Like. I'm not like I'm not a huge fan of green tea. I hate Arizona green tea. I never. Yeah. I never, I never got the into hype. that. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not a big fan of that. So when I put that in chocolate, too, I'm like, I just want like. I just want chocolate. I just want. Exactly, <laughs> give me a plain Kit Kat, please. Yeah. So that stuff. That's what I'm like, and for me other than that it's not that i'm picky for example i've been to like london before Mm -hmm. or like certain not european but like countries where they're not using necessarily a lot of spice or a lot of um yeah it makes the things that i'm like that i like Mm -hmm. if it's blander is what i'm saying yeah i'm like then i'm like that's that's just the cuisine thing that's like that's true that's like a it's a choice yeah it's a <laughs> it's a cultural thing it, depending on where i'm at in the world like yeah if it's a food then i'm chances are i'm adding girl i understand that i'm adding my own hot sauce my own pound mm-hmm. of salt like just because just to get me through but yeah yeah I'm just that's kind of it um and i know when i was in portugal recently they add a lot of olive oil to things like a lot like it's drenched and i don't mind olive oil like but the thing is here the level we put it on, is like it's just dressing on salad. Yeah. But they, like, douse it.
0: <laughs> I don't so, like the taste of olive oil, like, if there's too much. For,
1: the thing is, they they cook a lot of stuff with potatoes, so that starchiness soaks it up a uh, little. But I can imagine... See,
0: olive oil and potatoes, that's a good. That's yeah, that's good. good.
1: But sometimes, it, got, it was a little much, because that oil texture in my mouth. Like, oh, another thing, Sri Lanka. Back home, they... Cook everything in coconut oil, and I oh, hate. Oh no, no, I don't like I coconut hate oil. Coconut I don't like oil. coconuts in general. I oh my, a lot of I know a lot of people who don't actually, no, and no. it's not my favorite. It's not like my go-to. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I for me, I could like if you're born and raised in Sri Lanka and have been raised on food cooked in coconut oil, I know that they don't recognize the difference between coconut oil and vegetable oil. Like they don't yeah. taste it. I taste it so strongly. Uh. And I remember I went to an aunt's house once years ago, who deep fried chicken in olive oil. So imagine, oh, no, no, imagine, no, 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 no honey,
0: ooh. no. And I felt
1: bad because like, it was my first time visiting her house in so long. Yeah. And I was like, I really can't eat this. Like, I, I just, yeah. Anyway, so oh, I God. that I can't do. That's, yeah, I'll, I'll draw the line if anything is cooked in olive oil. Yeah. Not olive, sorry. I like had coconut. the same,
0: like, same experience in terms of, like, um... Flavor, so yeah. <laughs> obviously, like we're both from ethnic backgrounds that have a lot of flavor in our food, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, like Ethiopian food has a variety of flavors, a variety of spice. I, know, I don't
1: think I've ever tried enough Ethiopian food, I've tried Somali, but that's oh, not what? the same. That is there. not the same, yeah. No, I know, I know, it's not, I know, I was gonna say, Girl. I'm sure it's not the same. That's okay, like, people Indian out and out so food, food. is not the same, yeah. Please, yeah. yeah. Is there some, some... yeah. My uncle owns a restaurant downtown. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. By the way, guys,
0: <laughs> you guys are looking for Ethiopian food. Ethiopian house downtown okay, right outside a, of Walsey Station. Just a
1: quick plug for you guys. Um, but Anyways,
0: <laughs> but like like I said, so, and even like living in Toronto, very diverse community, yeah. um, wherever you go, you'll find like, mm. you won't find a lot of bland food. No. Like it's, you know?
1: No, no, for
0: sure. Um, unless you go to like,
1: what Greek town? Not even. No, like. Greek, Greek food's Greek, very Greek, good. Food's I don't even know where yeah. you would
0: go. To get bland food up north, you would have you'd be like in the farm like area. Like what's what's what is that?
1: That's like well, when, last time when I went to Belleville for the uh, uh, llama thing, mm-hmm. the food up there. Well, that's uh. like that's more like poutine in like Cause literally like
0: I mean not to offend anybody, but like white people seasonings salt and pepper like that's <laughs> literally it. So anyways, that's not the case. So when I so when I went to um, the Netherlands, yeah, Dutch food mm. is. Bland uh, uh, yeah. with a capital B. Yeah,
1: Scandinavian food and stuff. I'm sure. Cause it's like,
0: but the thing is, bad. in Rotterdam, which is the city that I was staying in, very it's very similar to um like a lot of big cities where you have a lot of like uh,
1: diversity.
0: Well, not all big cities are like this. I mean, it yeah, depends. But, but like, you're more
1: likely to run into Indian restaurant. Or yeah. So yet.
0: like, so the fact that there was um different minority groups within the city, you don't. Like unless you serve like unless you go to a um a restaurant that serves like authentic, uh Dutch food like it's not like you're gonna be, um, faced with Dutch food all the time yeah so it's not like I I was struggling too much I mean there were still times but like there were still you still had like Indian restaurants they had um, um, what's it called? Oh god, I forgot what it's called indonesian restaurants okay, yeah they had um that's good food right there what's that country surinamese have you ever had surinamese food oh it's great i've not noticed you what you're Sur- even Sur- saying surinam no oh my god surinam
1: <laughs> i have no <laughs> <laughs> you're saying Rosia, don't you know so- no i don't <laughs> honestly I-, I was like you before i
0: <laughs> i don't know where Suriname was it's, either it's like a but current- it's a it's a there, su- yeah. it's um i believe it's a country in south america Okay. Um, but they speak Dutch because they were colonized, colonized by the Dutch. Okay. But it's like their food is more like a South Asian
1: mm. or like an wow. Indonesian. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that sounds really like yummy. you know, like a
0: noodles or chicken and rice like that mm. type of food. It's so good. Mm. I went. I, oh, great, beautiful. I love fusion um, food,
1: so this this sounds really really good.
0: But they so they had different restaurants like that, which was fine. But when we when we came to Rotterdam and we were doing, I was doing my uh, exchange, like a uh, academic exchange. So when they did our orientation and stuff, they would introduce us to like different Dutch foods and stuff like that. Um, uh, first of all, I couldn't eat a lot of it because a lot of it was like meat or like, you know, different meats put together. I don't know. <laughs> they love mushing things together and putting it like they have this thing called bitterballen. Okay, and it's just like <laughs> it's just like a deep fried meatball. But, like, I don't know what meat it is. Okay, it's just everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is.
0: (laughs) But, like, they like doing deep fried meat stuff. Okay. Um, So, but it doesn't taste good. Like, from people who tried it. I never, I didn't try it. Um, They love, they love making things out of only, like, two or three ingredients. Mm. They love making mashed things. So, they're, like, mashed potatoes and vegetables, and that's your...
1: Um, yeah like it was it, just very bland Very textures after a while i'm sure is like
0: yeah well, and they love their cheese well. the cheese was good though okay that's good the cheese was good okay <laughs> so like there was things like that but one thing that i really did not get at all for me i feel like for some people they really liked it if you like this combination of stuff but um they're in i think in the netherlands in general um it's really popular um to have like the dutch fries so they, what they do is they have like um, food trucks and they're everywhere. Mm. And you go and they, they make like a cone mm. out of um, what
1: is it called? Paper. Past- like like, a- the, like the, the little flaky paper. Yeah,
0: like that paper. They make like a, a, a cone. Yeah. And then they put fries in it. Mm. And then, oh. but this is what they put on top. The, the traditional way to do it, you could put mayonnaise and ketchup, which I know a lot of people like. I like mayo. I don't like that with my fries. Okay. I just get ketchup. But you okay. put mayo and ketchup, but you can also get peanut sauce.
1: Interesting, like that. but that's very Thai. And like,
0: yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. You can get peanut sauce on your fries, and it's very, very popular. I was like shook. Cool. okay. <laughs> that was one thing that was kind of like, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that is interesting. But that was like, this just reminded me, because like, I assume, like, when I went to a movie theater in Japan... Like, I, I just assume, like, movie theaters always just have buttered popcorn. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, why wouldn't they? No, movie theaters in different
0: countries are so interesting. So, Japan,
1: their thing is caramel popcorn, which I, I'm so against. Like, I don't like it. In Rotterdam, and,
0: it was um salt, Yeah, not it's, it,
1: it's salted popcorn. Salted yeah, popcorn. it's the default. And I'm always like, why? <laughs> why? It wasn't good. It was so, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm not a big that fan. That was an, another
0: interesting th- difference to see. Like, we're so used to, like this North American uh, movie theater yeah, experience. Yeah. In the Netherlands, it was so time. different. Yeah, yeah. In the Netherlands, like, some of these movie theaters, like, some movie theaters, like, really, like, big movie theaters, they kind of looked similar. Mm. But um, a lot of the one. smaller yeah. movie theaters, they were, like, first of all, very small. Mm. Or their, like, dining experience was <laughs> completely different like you could have a seat have a glass of wine mm. you know before your movie starts you can take it with you into the movie yeah, yeah like yeah, very yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like really, very classic like mm. very chic yeah sometimes yeah, 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 and yeah. i was like this is so different yeah like going to the movies is going to the it, movies you yeah. know
1: <laughs> yeah it's interesting like okay and so yeah so for like for me since we're just still on the topic of um food and we'll just wrap it up really quickly before yeah. going into more travel specific things But for me, like, the transition... So I went to Portugal recently, and I don't know if we... We probably mentioned it a few times in the podcast. I don't know if I went to detail. But basically, when when I went there for just a week's time, it was so refreshing. Like, I was so surprised by two things. One, it's a lot like Sri Lanka, which is where I'm from, in terms of, like, because it's surrounded by water. Mm -hmm. The heat there, like, the heat and, like, the humidity, everything just felt a lot like back home, Mm -hmm. which I've never felt before. And the food is all seafood, of course, because it's bordered by water. But um, the seafood there, if you're, like, typically if you're European, like we kind of just mentioned, it, you don't use a lot of spices. And so they did kind of use salt, pepper, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, olive oil. But because I guess how fresh the food, the fish is, mm-hmm. it's literally off the coast. Yeah. Like, that's what overwhelms your taste buds of, like, this is just, like, good, yeah, fresh yeah, yeah. fish for you, man. And I was, like, in love and really didn't miss... Um, brown food by any means but the thing is too the other thing that surprised me about portugal is the diversity there like the actual oh there's a lot of muslims there surprisingly Mm -hmm. for me well this is my ignorance but like a lot of um like halal like on the one strip of like uh street that we were staying at down the street there was at least like six or seven halal restaurants within our vicinity you stayed in lisbon right yeah and um they, they were mainly Turkish, like, they were limited in cuisine in that they were mainly Turkish and Indian, but, like, surprise, like, a huge surprise yeah. for me that in that vicinity, I could find that much. But you also um, have to think of the roots of Portugal, because yeah. historically,
0: Portugal, before it was Portugal, was a part of the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, historically, it was a Muslim
1: Mm-hmm. country and, and not even that before
0: the portuguese invaded yeah and so even, like you see that in the architecture too and like the biggest cathedral in in lisbon is was used to
1: be a mosque yeah yeah there you go so i i was also like again not surprised too because even the countries that Portu- the the that portuguese, they border yeah not that they border like and, they, and no and that they end up colonizing themselves like the portuguese did um conquer like, they colonized Sri Lanka as well as a few countries in Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, for example, Angola and Mozambique, they speak Portuguese there. So, again, like, different areas, different influences, yeah. they all kind of bundle into one. So, um, for that reason, was very interesting, eye-opening for me. And, like, th- that's why I think for us, travel is so rewarding because yeah, it breaks down. I love down. hearing the history because I never knew. Like, I went on one of those
0: tuk-tuk um, yeah. uh, tours. Yeah. And so when she was taking us around, she was like, because I would, I would notice the Arab influence, of course, you can't, you can't miss it, like in mm-hmm. the tile work and like, yeah. like in Pena Palace, you know, yeah. like the blue tiles. Yes, exactly. That's very Arab, like, yeah. Arabesque. So yeah. when she was, the artuk driver, she was telling us, we came to this huge cathedral and she was like, yeah, this is the biggest cathedral and the first cathedral in uh, Lisbon. Hmm. And then she was like, yeah, but it used to be a mosque because before Portugal was Portugal,
1: which one was this, by the way? Do you remember what it's called?
0: Oh, I can't remember, but it's the first. It was the first and biggest cathedral in Lisbon. Okay. Um, and she's like, before it was a, a cathedral, um, you know, like this this land used to be part of the Ottoman Empire, so it used to be used as a mosque. But then when portug Portuguese conquered it, they turned it into cathedral. Yeah. So it's like interesting to see the roots of a country.
1: Yeah. No, and for me, uh, the the best thing about um and Anthony Bourdain said something similar. Um, about like how how he found um, travels so inspiring, and in that like you always go to a country with a set of expectations, and I love them being destroyed by mm-hmm. the time you're back, right? Yeah. Like of knowing exactly what Portuguese people are like,
0: or what you know Japanese yeah. people are like, that yeah. kind of thing. I think um, my biggest thing when I when I traveled because I was in Europe, like um, people are so quick because of I mean they have a right in a way because obviously as a Muslim woman going to and as a Muslim woman who wears hijab going into like a for uh, an area that she's in like she doesn't know um and especially an area in like western europe where there was a lot of like terrorist attacks and linking it to you know like isis and like muslims in general yeah there's a lot of hate and backlash against muslims um th- the whole idea of europe was like people were like okay like but be careful while mm-hmm. you're there you know be aware and all this stuff but then you don't you you forget that there are muslims living in those areas yeah so many muslims and y- the way the media portrays it, they think that like everybody's like, you know, non-Muslim. Everybody's gonna hate you if they see mm. you. But you go out on the streets and they're living their daily lives, and yeah. you, you kind of forget that. So it was nice for me to go and yeah, like, exactly. experience that because I don't like having that ignorance. You know yeah. what I mean? With how you forget that you get affected by media too. We think that we're so like
1: no, I was gonna say yeah. you know
0: awake and we're aware of the presence media has in our lives that we think we critique it enough that we don't have our own ignorance. Yeah, but.
1: No, I think, and I, think like, I think it's a thousand percent because like we almost like have adjusted like I think because we live in a Trump era of like the travel bans and stuff, and yeah. the Very specific eye on Muslims and mm-hmm. um, the different attacks that have been happening around the world. That that paranoia has worked <laughs> exactly. more or less. That um, but it the funny thing is again when you land there wherever it is, I find the thing I'm constantly reminded of is almost everyone I've met especially on the streets, random like, taxi drivers, anybody, they're the most hospitable people, like, you can imagine. They're there to make sure that you're, um, they can obviously spot out that you're tourists right away. Yeah, So they're there to make sure that your time here, however short or long, is spent well. Like, they don't, so, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I felt like, for some reason, there was, like,
0: this expectation, um, regardless of, like, how um, entitled you are to feel, you know, the fear of, like, being judged or being attacked or whatever because of, you know, your religion. Because Mm -hmm. of whatever is going on in the world. Mm -hmm. I felt like um, we, like, I had this expectation that on-site people were going to hate me because of what was going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And you don't, like, I know I, I would always, like, counter myself like no that's dumb you shouldn't think that way but that paranoia was still there so i i actually appreciated the fact that i got to go and like experience it for myself and that paranoia was kind of like beat down like Mm. you're being you're being a little too much yeah exactly (laughs) you know what i mean
1: yeah um one thing i did want to talk about since we've both uh traveled a little bit for for our little tiny little lives but i did want (laughs) to i did want to uh talk about some travel tips that uh you might have since, you know, like lessons learned from having traveled, what works for you?
0: Um, Always plan in advance. Yeah. I 100% recommend to plan in advance, even though maybe sometimes um, last-minute trips, like, you know, they have like those last-minute deals. If you can up and go, like if you're ready to leave at, at, at a moment's notice, mm-hmm. maybe those work for you, but I'm not at a time in my life where I can just up and leave for a vacation. So planning in advance is key. Mm-hmm. It takes away a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, you know, make sure, like for me making sure that, like, my flight is secure, Mm -hmm. um, my accommodations are secure when I land in that space, like, I know the route, I know where I'm staying, like, you know, just general knowledge of where you are, um, maybe how the transit system works, you Mm -hmm. know, the languages Mm -hmm. they speak, Mm -hmm. you know, like, stuff like that, like, being prepared, um, doing research about the area that you're going to, don't just go into a country with no knowledge, because not only does that put you in a... A, a disadvantage, like you're a spot or a position of disadvantage, but also I feel like you're being a little disrespectful. You're going to a new country, like yeah. know some stuff because yeah. it's nice to like um, go in to learn about the culture. But I feel like you need to have a little bit of background knowledge so that you can actually converse with people rather than sounding like an ignorant fool. Yeah, you and know what I am mean? everyone to understand English yeah. like you do.
1: Like no, yeah. And I um, piggybacking on that is what I try to do is try to learn like three phrases. Hi uh how are you and thank you because mm-hmm. ultimately like i know like you might be thinking oh like let me learn how to say get me here or like help me get to this location yeah. but like really everyone like a smartphone helps for a reason like yeah so make sure you have a shit ton of data before you go traveling anywhere yeah that's
0: very very important and, and there's a lot of apps that you can download now where you can download
1: yeah like translating apps
0: but also um apps that you can even Google Maps does it now, where you can download the map offline, so yes, that if yeah. you need directions, you can still Find get directions mm-hmm. without having to use your data.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think yeah, the your phone is like your what you re- will rely on, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to a country that doesn't speak English primarily. But I think at least having a a, a few phrases in the back of your pocket will make um, the lives of yourself and the person you're yeah. easier. Because again, in Portugal, a lot of people knew um, broken English or enough mm-hmm. English to kind of get yeah, through the day, yeah. but even knowing how to say thank you after they gave you a ride that might have been difficult for them, there you know yeah they, it's you it kind of like heard... you could
0: see them like wow you actually made an effort you know what yeah I mean?
1: yeah you're going out of your way so yeah um I would just even say though that, most
0: people know what thank you is if you say it in English like yeah the fact that you just you you chose to
1: but like even even stuff like that like I remember one time in Portugal I when we were ordering the first restaurant we went to actually as soon as we got into our hotel mm-hmm. was um this restaurant I the waiter was such a kind like like older man with, like, a the adorable, like, yeah, German-looking mustache. So cute. <laughs> but he, like, I tried to order water and he had no idea what oh, I was saying. Like, <laughs> he did not know what the word water meant. Yeah. Did I tell you the story? Yeah, you did. You did. Like, <laughs> so my dad eventually knew that the word agua meant was water in Spanish. Yeah. And luckily, it was the word in Portuguese, Portuguese too. as well, yeah. So he's like, oh! And so together, we, like, learned something, but at the same time, like, again, I did the ignorant thing of thinking, what do you mean you don't know what water is? Exactly. So, stuff like yeah. that, right? But, um. Yeah, so I, on top of what we've already said, for me, yeah, planning in advance is huge, and I know that, like, for those who do have the, you know, time or chance to travel spontaneously, I think just being smart about making sure that you do have, you know where your hotel's address is, if mm-hmm. anything goes wrong, <clears throat> like, you do have your accommodation set and ready but to also have just a general itinerary like i do know friends who like will book things last minute but will still have an idea of i do want to see these top four places before i go home kind of thing Mm -hmm. right so yeah make sure that you're making the the best use of your time your money um and ensuring that like i I think i've told you this before of like whatever i travel i have the default mindset of i'm never going to be able to get to this place anywhere like this is like the first and last time i'm visiting this place Mm because It's just that way I make the most of my time. Yeah, there, exactly, right? exactly. And especially like big travel trips like Japan, I really don't know when I'm going back or if oh, yeah. I will have the chance. So for that reason, I always then end up having a more robust itinerary of like, look, we have a week, two weeks, whatever, and I need this. Let's get all, that. All yeah, done. exactly.
0: I like having that too, like a, a basic framework of what you wanna be what you wanna do. Yeah. And even if say for example, you have one thing that you really, really wanna see in one day. And then you use the rest of the day to kind of explore. I think mm. that's fine as long as yeah. you can plan it out. Like you know that um, like that's what kind of what I did when I was in um, Marrakesh. Mm. So like say for example, one day we were like okay because we wanted to see this um, like the Ben Yusuf Madrasa. Have you ever heard of it? Mm. So it's ba- it's this uh, Islamic school that used to exist in the 17th century. Mm. So it's still the building is still there. They've like maintained it, um, but it's no longer a school. It's mm. just like a tourist attraction now. Mm. But we were like. Where we were staying, we were staying in a hostel um, with, in Marrakesh in the souks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like we were like deep in the souks. Like to get to our hostel, you have to like weave your way through souks and like find, and we had to like learn that early on. <laughs> okay. um, so finding directions to anywhere was very difficult because obviously. The easiest way for them to direct us was through landmarks. Right. But right. if you're not a local, we it's really hard like... for you to pick up on landmarks, yeah, right? Yeah. So even though we had directions, we got lost, mm-hmm. and we knew that it would take us time for to find the like the venue of madrasa. So we made it eventually, but like on our way there, we went through so <laughs> much. We went through so much. Like we, one point, we got picked up by some. Some local... And, like, you, obviously, be, you have to be careful, but when you're talking to, lo- like, locals, especially because we were all women, mm. um, so you have to be careful, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah, know yeah, what's going on. The, yeah, this <laughs> man came up to us. So. But um, he was telling us... And the only reason we followed him was because he, we already knew that this was going on. So there is like... I think it's, like, one Friday a month or something. Um, the locals from, the like, They're called the Barabara Mountains, which is okay. the, I believe, the native, um, like the native uh, population of Morocco, where they're called, they're from Berber or something like that, Okay, um, and that's even the, the native language too, but they come up from, they come down from the mountains to uh, Marrakesh, and they have a, um, kind of like a, what do I call it, it kind of looks like the souks, like they have like a, like sails, like oh,
1: okay, okay. Like but bizarre. they come,
0: like a bazaar, there we go, that's the word yeah, I was talking yeah. about. Um, but they come down and they like make leather and all these like um, different um,
1: like knickknacks, knick-knacks and stuff yeah.
0: like that. They make it like by themselves and they sell it. So he was like, Oh, you know, they're down, they're only here for today. Um, you know, I can show you to them. And we were, we were like, oh, Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. But we went through this entire like, for sure, it was a scam. Like, 100% I knew by the end of it, it was kind of a scam. Like, it was a way for them to just get money from tourists. I understood yeah. that. But yeah. we learned a lot on the way. So. He took us. He was like, "Okay, follow me." So we're, we're walking with him. He handed us off to another man who took us through, um, <laughs> this is so funny. who took us through like th- uh, the process of leather making. Now, if you are any sort of animal activist, you don't want to do this because okay. leather obviously is made from animal skin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we didn't see like any dead animals, but like they had like the skin stretched and like cleaned, and so they it smelled so.
1: Yeah, but they yeah. give you mint it's leaves. They
0: give you well, you don't see the blood. It was already like washed and stuff okay, like that. Okay. But they give you mint leaves to to smell because the smell is horrible. Yeah. But they show they show you the process, which was interesting. But it kind of was like, oh, so like they yeah, like, I didn't sign up. I didn't sign up for, sign up for this. <laughs> they stretch like they stretch, and we're like in our outfits, you know, because you know when you travel, you want to look you, cute, you know. I
1: mean? You know, exactly.
0: take pictures. You're trying to take pictures. You're trying to look cute. So we're in our outfits, and we're going through this like mud, like trenched. Um... <laughs> Yeah. leather farm, yeah. so they like stretch it and they show how they get the color like they use different powders or whatever to make the leather a certain color and then they have to use bird poop mm. um because like the acidity it in the bird poop up. is what like yeah it makes the texture the way it is it was really interesting to learn not the greatest um yeah, it smells, place, I'm sure it was like. but that. it was definitely interesting so then they took us through the leather process and then he handed us off to a new dude who took us to the leather store oh
1: look at that hey, so this is smart, the product man.
0: that's been made that's and then they time. keep us in the store you know telling us about all this stuff so we buy stuff and then they handed off to another dude who um talks to us about um like uh homemade remedies like like from the berber people so like he has all these things like for colds and for this and for that so then we spend a little bit of time there and then you buy stuff maybe and then after that they took us back to the original dude who took us to our taxi because we wanted to get to the jardin majorelle you know like the Yves Saint laurent he owned, he bought it
1: okay i know it's like a
0: huge garden it's beautiful you i'm sure you've seen See it pictures? before okay yeah so we wanted to get there so he took us to our taxi and then when he took us to our taxi that's when he asked for money he was like so you know, you're going to pay me? Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: We're yeah. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I didn't, yeah. yeah. They're smart. Look at them. They're
0: smart, for real. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, what I'm trying to say, the whole point of that whole story was, yes, like, um, make sure you have, like, some sort of plan, but don't be afraid to, like, explore to within so, yeah. that. Like, yeah. you know, walk around. Get yeah. lost. Yeah,
1: exactly. As long as you
0: can find your way back. Yeah. It's fine, actually, you never know what
1: you're gonna stumble upon because even like the restaurant that I just mentioned, like that we just went the first one when we first landed, was because the first taxi driver he was so kind when he drove us from the airport to our hotel. Saw the restaurant on the wind, he's like, Oh, you're you guys are staying here, you have to go there to uh, eat. And I was like, Oh, okay. And it was literally like two seconds before mm-hmm. I was staying, so I was like, I remembered it and you had to walk to it. And then like, we went there, so a lot of the stuff, like even spots, a lot of the spots actually that I had learned from heard about only when i got there because yeah because taxi drivers were like oh you're gonna yeah go yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah this area definitely talk seen to this? people and i was like i, I don't know what it is <laughs> yeah and then they show you and then you're like oh, okay cool i will actually yeah
0: i would that's another thing i recommend definitely talk to the locals if you if you have the ability to talk to the local yeah. obviously there might be a language barrier at times but if you're staying in a hotel a lot of the times some staff will speak you know like english if it's a a country that doesn't have english as like a majority language um so talk to people like people love to tell you where they're from they yeah, love exactly. to tell you the history especially you about your, if the they're family. locals if they grew up there yeah, you know what exactly. i mean they
1: love to talk about it yeah especially if they're immigrants another big thing about portugal too a lot of immigrants mm-hmm. there, it's a huge like big surprise for me again but uh, yeah they'll go to the Baxter of where they're in portugal in the first place and how yeah, they grew up and who their kids it's are it's great to talk to people and another so thing excited. is walk yeah oh. oh
0: walk as much as you can like i understand sometimes if you have a specific destination that you need to yes. get to and it's far sure you take an uber a taxi whatever but walk as much as you can like especially i don't know about like other places but in toronto walking culture is very prevalent like people walk to places a lot yeah
1: well i think urban yeah like even in yeah New York, but like no intense. say for
0: example when i was in la in california they people don't, don't walk oh, you drive oh
1: wow
0: people, they're like what do you mean you walk that far and I'm like, what do you mean that's normal? <laughs> like, I could walk for an hour, two hours. Like, you know, it's yeah, normal for me. Yeah. People they are like, you're walking more than 15 minutes? What? Yeah. You interesting. Know, it's, okay. Yeah, it's different in different okay. places, right? Yeah. But I think because we also, it has something to do with like, yeah, urban city, but also like um our transit system is very well connected. Mm-hmm. I think that when it comes to transit, walking kind of. Yeah,
1: LA is not that is, great. Yeah, okay, LA yeah. transit is not
0: good. Okay, Regardless. Yeah,
1: makes sense. So walk, walk, walk because you
0: never know what you're gonna see Bump when you're walking. Into,
1: exactly. Yeah, be the type of person who like when we again, like no, actually not even just Portugal. Everywhere we went of like especially bakeries, if I see something in a uh, window yeah. ice cream or something, first person to walk in. Like <laughs> like, like like you ha- like like you're traveling. You're there for only so long if you see yeah, something that you wanna soak try it all in. And like it's again Back to food, but like you're not going to try authentic, whatever that place is, you know, food ever again, then like walk in, try something. It's, it, especially if it's in the local area, chances are it's not that expensive and it's fresh. Yeah. And keep an open mind. Yum. Yeah, exactly. So, um what I was going to say is too, in, in and I guess a Muslim specific perspective when it comes to traveling. Um, you might be pre- be concerned if you're not going to a Muslim country mm-hmm. uh, about like halal options. Oh but, no, research. There's yeah. halal options
0: everywhere you go. Actually, yeah, exactly. I was in Split, Croatia, okay, <laughs> and I found halal options. <laughs> I found a mosque in Split, Croatia. Exactly. You know, exactly. nev- you
1: never know where there's Muslims. There's Muslims everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it, you'd be surprised, like even in when I was in um uh, Japan, like they they have a huge mosque there. First of all, like the mosque there is unlike the ones in Toronto, mm-hmm. like gorgeous, stunning and it's a turkish mosque because they have a huge surprising turkish community i never knew that yeah oh my god i'll show you pictures actually (laughs) but it it was like i was floored because they have a lot of turkish (laughs) muslims and a lot of converts so yeah it's a very different split like Mm -hmm. especially the crowd there when you walk in you're like just a little yeah you're like what's happening (laughs) but and they had like i remember a bazaar at the back of the mosque where they're just selling kebabs and stuff you know turkish food yeah and i was like this is just the strangest thing. Like, I'm in Japan and, like, the first few meals I'm having is Turkish food. What am I doing? It's definitely, but, yeah, it's interesting to but, see the intersectionalities. It's great. But, but, yeah, I mean, there's Google Maps for a reason. Like, search, oh, yeah, up, search it for up all options in and around, especially your hotel area mm-hmm. or the specific tourist spots you're going to. And do the due diligence, too, and I do this um, specifically because, you know, especially if I'm traveling with my parents, I have to be conscious of how far things are from each other. Um, so if like do the due diligence of seeing okay I I know they want to go to these spots but what really is the travel time and what what's the closest restaurant if in case we get hungry like you know what I'm saying like, yeah just last minute things put the put the time differences mm-hmm. together it, it takes two seconds like we've all
0: you know what I just realized did you take your parents with you to Painted Palace yes yeah
1: that's what how I'm did saying. they do that so my,
0: how like, how, how did, l-
1: for me I was like struggling girl here's the thing and someone else asked me this too the thing is is that my parents yeah they they're like older now so they kind of for those who don't know so pena palace is, is kind of on the top of a hill and it's no really it's not long, a hill it's a mountain yeah, it's, a fucking, it's a long trip you just have to, to drive have there to, and then walk
0: like yeah it's, like it's you have to trek. walk uphill for a very very long time yeah. to reach the top
1: yeah it's a trek. so i mean it's not like we didn't take breaks but what i told someone else who asked about this is that my parents mashallah are great when it comes to like physical activity like this so long as they're distracted because uh, like I think in Pena Palace you're yeah there's so much around yeah, did so... you go through the
0: conservatory like the of the plants I th- did I it's at the bottom like it's like on the way to Pena you can go through it if you want you don't okay have to. I
1: don't think I oh yeah yeah is there's like a garden thing like, yeah yeah like, yes, of course oh my god it's so it's stunning. like it's, it's there's like
0: thousands of different types of spe- plant species in the whole yes yeah, yeah it's really nice. stunning
1: beautiful like, I love I'm a sucker for gardens even though it's like not I'm not like a huge tree hugger by any means, but I love like yeah I love gardens. Anyways, but for that no, we we, I took enough breaks for them. We brought a lot of water and stuff. But my parents are so, and I learned this about my mom too. Like as long as they're distracted, and there's a lot going around uh, around them, then they're not like the the thing is like the walks became real when it was like at nighttime. Cause like you can't really see much, and we're uh, like we're walking like steep so And Lisbon loves hills. Yeah, ex- everything's uphill. Everything <laughs> just goes. If you're not bringing your sneakers, <laughs> They're it's a bad, uphill. Everything's it's a uphill. Bad experience. And it's not like a
0: little slope. No, it's a it's a hill. It's steep. It's a hill. And it's like cobblestone, so it's say. slippery. It's like, not just slippery. It's <laughs> not it's not
1: good for your feet, yeah. your soles, because like the ground's uneven. So by the end of the day, you feel it. You feel like the different patterns. Yeah. Like, the, uh, the different pressure the locals of like you i'm i'm sure uh, they have nose calves like wow. i'm sure they're born with no calves at all because they're trained they're well trained i'm just trying to show you the picture of that mosque this is from japan here that's in oh, japan oh wow like that's so beautiful See, like the turkish wow like, like, that's calligraphy for the chandler do you see that yeah do you see that everyone who's like listening via <laughs> yeah the podcast has no idea but i can put these i can see if i can put this in the video but like yeah do you see that pretty nuts right I, I, have, beautiful. I have more pictures so like that bottom section is the guys right and then you know how the women's it's almost always a balcony yeah so it's a small little bracket of a balcony but that's how it looks like and then this is a, this is the back area of where all the barbecue like grilled wow. stuff is happening it's so a lot of hummus and stuff and I was like shocked like of like what's happening <laughs> so
0: but yeah. oh yeah another thing is like speaking of pictures and stuff documents mm. like regardless I know a lot of people yeah, are like oh notes, stay like, off your phones whatever and like taking the moment. Yeah, okay, taking the moment. Taking the moment for like a couple minutes and then take a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuz you know what? Your memory's fading, my yeah, friend. Yeah. I have such a bad memory.
1: Yeah. Not even that like what I find I always have to force myself to do after traveling. I forget the places I visited. Yes, so, like the uh, names yeah. of them, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Seriously, guys, document. Like when yeah. I was on exchange. Bring the journal. I was yeah. on exchange and people like when I told people I was going, some people laughed at me, but like when I I, I started my YouTube channel when I went on when I went exchange. Not that I keep up. I haven't posted on that for a year. But the only reason why I started it was because I knew that I was going to forget certain things about my exchange and I didn't want that to happen. So I started doing vlogs while I was, you know, traveling. And now I can go back to it and I can be like, oh, yeah, like yeah. I went here, here, yeah, here, here.
1: These people, exactly. What I do as soon as I like come back home um, is in order by day. What did what did I see by each day? If it's fresh in my head, which it will be because I just landed, mm-hmm. everything will be documented. And like that for me, is, like even in talking to my coworkers when I come back from work, mm-hmm. from the trip and go back to work, of like, well, what did you do? like your your mind just kind of goes blank for a second yeah like, i'm still jet lag <laughs> so it's just good to have that that reference again as especially as you yeah. get older you want to be able to remember all this fun stuff. yeah exactly good. and you know what like do it in whatever way you you and feel souvenirs, is right souvenirs, sometimes souvenirs are, good, are great too uh, uh, yeah, yeah. For, for touch points right of like, yeah i try to like not buy something but at least keep like the ticket yes or exactly like, little, i did that a lot little trinkets I postcards. yeah exactly little trinkets from each of the um, big touristy places, especially in Japan. I kept a lot of their... Because Japan's, like, big on design and aesthetic. Like, so even their tickets look magical. Like, it just oh, kept yeah. everything. Brochures, flyers, like, that stuff that you get from every... Yeah. Areas. maps, mm-hmm. right, from, like, different gardens. Even if you
0: don't want to do videos or pictures, like, if you like writing in a journal. Yeah, Like, yeah. every um, time you go on a trip, you know,
1: write yeah, it out and talk about
0: what you did. Or Yeah. I like doing the vlogs because it was kind of, like, a creative... It was, like, from a creative standpoint because mm-hmm. I would, like, put together film and like put music and I enjoyed doing that no matter how good it came out like if it was good obviously it wasn't professional it was like me doing it you know (laughs) like on my laptop but like no matter how like great the video actually came out I enjoyed it because I was one who put it all together and I got to, like, go through all my memories because when you have a lot of video clips, usually you just, like, you don't want to go through them. So when I have it, like, set out for me in one video, I'm like, hey! Exactly, exactly. There you go.
1: No, it's it's, it's it's completely true. Yeah. I did that for when I went to Montreal, which was a huge thing. Talk about, like, um, and we'll end up soon because I think we're yeah. cool. But just to wrap up really quickly, yeah. Um, just to wrap up really quickly, the um, we just talked about how, you know, yes, you have a, a scheduled itinerary and everything, but don't be feel afraid, like, Chances are some plans will like mess up along the way, mm-hmm. but detour when you need to. So, for example, my last trip to Montreal was phenomenal. We went to um, to Montreal during Christmas time, which meant like wow. all the festivities, yeah. all the colors and lights. And so it was gorgeous. Never been to Montreal before, but was Florida. I loved the area. Um, but one thing we wanted to do when we drove up to Montreal was then to drive up further to Quebec City because there is a famous hotel there that's made out of ice that i've yeah, heard about yeah. for so long never got to see it so i was like we're literally going to see that hotel and driving all the way back yeah that, that was our intention mm-hmm. so we went and it was in december or january i think it was january at this time but um and we went there and it was closed for maintenance and oh, so we no. drove it was like probably two hours plus right to get to to yeah. City from Montreal so imagine like we're in pain having sat in that car yeah. for so long and then frustrated beyond belief because like the door was locked and I was like no uh-huh. don't tell me so they were closed for maintenance and we're like what do we do now we're, we can't just go straight home like we're hungry so we go straight into we're like fine let's go to, into Quebec City old Quebec City mm-hmm. and then go home like we'll just stop at a Timmy's even We got there, but old Quebec City is, like, unbelievable. Like, we were so surprised when we walked in there, and it was, like, the greatest mistake that had ever happened during that trip. (laughs) Because we stayed there eight, like, looked around. Like, there's a bunch of art stuff there, like, art galleries and different little souvenir shops. Our souvenir was bought from there for Montreal. Yeah. And then we went to the Falls that's very close to there. Oh, I haven't been to the Falls. The Falls are really nice. I don't remember what its name is off the top of my head um but yeah we like we stayed there until much later than we thought and then drove all the way back but like that's like a perfect example of like something messing yeah up. making but was, the best I'm, making the but best i'm really situation. happy it did happen because yeah. we wouldn't have seen that whole section and completely messed it so and even that too i like that was one um video i completely record like the whole experience i mm-hmm. recorded and i'm happy i did because you still have it up i still have it on my youtube yeah. shout it out yeah <laughs> There's Another plug for this, it's like it's the second one of this podcast, but I think it's under my name. I think it's my uh, channel is just Rafiq. and if you search it up, the I wanted to do a travel series at the time called t- Culture Shock, and this one's just featuring Montreal and Quebec City. Um, but yeah, like it, it, I that video for some reason had this is the one I told you that has like a thousand and yeah views for no reason, and yeah. I haven't touched it at all. So that, I was
0: surprised too. My Morocco, like my Mar- Marrakech video, has yeah. like. 1300 views or something that's like that crazy. or close to that and i was like i mean that's not a lot compared to obviously yeah, no but it's you like, know, professional people but yeah. like i was like oh I kinda, hello <laughs> i did it as
1: really a hobby because i love yeah, liked... yeah i just like yeah i love video editing and it was it really is not isn't no speaking no me in it mm-hmm. I, it was just a montage of like all the like the visuals like mm-hmm. the little things i liked seeing during that trip so yeah, go check it out. It's, um, Mine is Life as Iman. <laughs> Just so you know. I um, mean, I haven't posted on
0: there in like a year. Yeah. But if you want to see videos of my travels, I traveled to quite a few places in yeah. within six months. Yeah, I, um,
1: Life as Iman. That's where it's at. There you go. I think the last one I did on that channel was... Um, Of Nuit Blanche two years ago, Ah. yeah, because that was a good Nuit Blanche. After that, not really. Mm -hmm. Anyways, (laughs) but thanks guys for listening. I think we're gonna wrap it up here already at the forty-six. Wow, we really do
0: this. We try to keep it short every single time, and then we just we get carried away. But you know what? That's us.
1: That's us, guys. You're gonna get used to it eventually, I guess. Um, Um, but but yeah, thanks for sticking around and for listening to this very travel-specific podcast. As always, feel free to drop us a line at uh, on our YouTube channel on SoundCloud. Or on our Instagram page, as well as our Gmail.
0: Yeah, and let us know, like, have you traveled places? Yeah. What are weird things that you've eaten on your travels? Or where do you really want to travel? Give us travel suggestions, because I always tell Razia we need to go on a trip together. Yeah, Um, that'd be
1: so rad. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, and, like, even if you guys have travel tips that, like, I mean, it's not like we had a list of stuff ready that we typically do when we travel. Yeah. But anything that we missed or, um, you know, suggestions that you have to provide us, that would be great. Or even, yeah, places to travel in and around or even abroad. We'll yep. take anything. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe
0: and follow us, as Rosie said. But we will catch you on the next one. Bye! Bye.